All right, what do you got for us today, man? Yo, man, it's not that great, dude. It's just, it's a bear. <laughs> like, nice. Well, um, this morning I got, I got woken up. That's a bear from our backyard our neighbor took one time, but that's a little baby one, but the bear knocked down our trash bins this morning. Oh, um, nice. That's yeah, it was fun. Plowing through all of our, our, our chicken wing bones, I guess, but, um, yeah, dude, it was a big one. It was the biggest one I've seen here. Was, I think it was about 500 pounds. It was, yeah, dude. it was legit. I've seen some smaller ones. I've seen some that were like, I don't know. I'd say like adolescent, you know what I mean? Like in that one to 300 range. But this one's the biggest one I've seen. And it was, it was like, nobody go out there. It'll be done when it's finished. Well, I've never met a bear, but that's on my list to meet. So, never met a bear. Well, I mean, I met a moose. Met a moose. I remember that, bro. I remember that. I, we saw the, we saw your picture in the paper out in Alaska for, um, yeah. for hanging out with a moose one time. <laughs> I did. I don't even know. I still, I still remember what the moose's lips or the lips nose felt like on my lips, man. Was it like a horse? Yeah. I mean, very similar, but it was a little bit more rough. Anyways, it was cool. It was really cool. But did you hear what happened to the moose the week after? Mm-hmm. It died, bro. Yeah, Get my they had to put here. it down because it, it trampled a lady. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I, uh, moose, it, it liked it liked to eat chocolate, right? So somebody had she had chocolate in her pocket. Yeah, it's game over for her. Wouldn't give it up. That's what happens, man. Bro, crazy shit, dude. Good crazy times, shit though. That was when we were kids when we went to Alaska. We went we went back to Alaska when we were adults. You and I and a few friends and. Um, shit got All out of time, hand dude. for sure, bro. But we, we brought our fishing poles and we're like, you know what? This place is too amazing to do anything else, but just canoe down and canoe out wherever we possibly could. So it was pretty it fucking was little, baller to do that. It was a little early in the season for fishing too. too. Like you gotta, gotta throw that in there, but bro, we definitely, I'm, I've been thinking about it, getting back out there, fishing a little bit more. You know, Erie, the steelhead, all the shit that goes with that, bro. You saw it, bro. I got those new waders on the way, so you could be out there in the freezing awesome, cold man. water in no time, dude, for sure. But we saw a ton of football, dude. Like, some really good games, dude. What do you want to start? You want to start NFL? You want to start college? What do you want to talk about first, bro? Man, my bad. Uh, let's go college, man. Let's talk about college because that shit's crazy. And then NFL is obviously still fresh on our minds. But, man, the, the shit that we saw on Saturday, kind of crazy, man. Well, first, I wish we had a different story on this first one. But it looks like Miami was not able to get it done against the Aggies, which really sucks because I had some really good – like Aggie slander videos, um, you know, anybody making fun of Texas A&M is pretty high on our list. So we got to yeah. just go ahead and stop and say, all right, fine, Aggies, you get one. You win one. And then you got um, Missouri State, which, you know, Paterno used to coach Arkansas until uh, he got, was it caught with a stripper or somebody in the back, I don't know, of his motorcycle, had an accident, lost his job in Arkansas, been on the coaching run but did a really good job there with missouri state uh against arkansas what happened there bro what was the final on that you know what i had it pulled up a second ago you're just reading my goddamn notes that's the problem dude you don't even know 
MSU Arkansas because dude, I thought I thought MSU was gonna be able to win that game. Uh, the- yeah, for for a minute there, the way they were playing, it was definitely out, out playing um, Arkansas, but you can just tell. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's anytime that Bobby's a coach, you know that they're gonna be bringing out a good team. For sure, bro. <laughs> and we still don't know what happened Dude, at the end of the right. game, bro. While you're looking up that, I want to say you asked okay, me to pick the 38-27, bro. All right, so that's how that's how that final score was. We got to get our shit together. But, dude, you're right. Before you go, because I already know what you've been talking about, that Washington-Michigan State game, you said it was going to be good, and I laughed at you, bro. Yeah, and then I made, you made me choose a different one. But it's but all good, though. You were right, no though, dude. on that one. Because I think uh, you nailed the Washington, other one, too. Washington's offense obviously looks on point. That's not a big, not a big deal. That's a big upset, bro. That was a good call. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. How about that picture I sent over to you of that ref, man? I, I have not seen – dude, honestly, it looks like a dildo. It really looks like a dildo strapped to his leg. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Dude, I'm thinking it's an optical illusion. It has to be an optical illusion. I've, Yeah, I don't even know what to say, man. It's one of those awkward moments that you're watching uh, Twitter and all of a sudden you, you can't help but recognize that there's a, a ref with a – massive massive dong making a call all right i mean bro. what else do you want to say about that one you're promising everybody the sky i hope that you at least give them the moon bro <laughs> <laughs> all right Jesus, all right so man. here we go share share my screen we'll let everybody decide for themselves don't 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 yeah. don't that's not an optical illusion. That's not a cell phone either, man. <laughs> Do you remember remember Ron Burgundy? It must be an optical illusion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I swear There's he's no optical he's, illusion in he's that telling pants. everybody. But bro, I I'm just saying like I'm with you, but that seems a little excessive. Like that feels like it, to me it feels like it's like he puts something in the bottom of his pocket and maybe the first part is his dong. After that, it's like his pager. Well, I don't know, but he's a fucking legend now. Do, do people have pagers anymore? <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a dildo shaped pager in his pants. All right, dude. All right, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. <laughs> we can only watch right. that so, to so many times before we're the ones getting the heart on. <laughs> um, dude. So tell me, dude, did you really think University of Texas San Antonio had a chance against University of Texas? Because when I saw that. That game was close. I started celebrating inside. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I mean, like, Texas San Antonio, obviously, uh, well, I mean, it's Texas San Antonio. So, I mean, there's no, like, disrespect if we have a Texas San Antonio fan here. But besides Texas, it being t- the fact that it says San Antonio, no one would know where it's at. Do you – okay, have you ever met anybody who's gone to – University of Texas San Antonio. Uh, my wife has uh, medical friends. Oh, that's, that's right. It. She she was stationed in San Antonio. Had training. Well, not in San stationed, Antonio. but she's she's been there for like I don't know a year of her life for um, trainings and shit. All right. Well, then I will not say anything else. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, hey, it's a good school. They got great academics. Right. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> hey, what about Liberty though, man? I laughed at you on that one too, bro. I was like, why are you talking about Liberty? 
Liberty's a basketball school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but last year they had a good Liberty's a good squad, school. and it looks like here's the thing I'm, about Liberty, bro. Ever since Seth Curry, I've thought of them as a basketball school. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But what do you think they got? <laughs> but you're right though. By Wake Forest to play. What? What do you think they got paid by Wake Forest? To play no, this game? I don't know if they got paid by Wake Forest. Oh, dude, you got. I mean, Wake Forest is. You got a good team. Liberty's I think gonna Liberty get is known as one of those like, aren't they in a part of a conference like a division, like a, a good Division One conference? Yeah, Gosh, I can't even say that with a straight face. Liberty, you think Liberty <laughs> is? I bet they're like Conference USA. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, all right, <laughs> moving all right. forward. All right, what about this Appalachian State man? Okay, that was one of the best endings that's going to happen all year long. Um, you know what it gave me a little bit of a vibe of? Um, I think it was in 1990, Cordell Stewart's Hail Mary to win the national championship. I think mm. that it won the national championship. See, at least it cemented the Heisman. Um, I don't know, bro. I'm, I was, a little, I'm, I was like, five I'm going years Boston College, point. bro. Oh, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, Boston College. He like he ducked under he moved mm-hmm. he got out of that pocket and then he yeah. just flung it down there lots of tipping lots of hands everywhere um but yeah man dude when the ball was that. in the air and you saw the positioning of the receiver it was like there's a chance but yeah. in your head the whole time i'm thinking no way yeah. no way no way and then it was like well man it's kind of like in the uh uh what we just talked about the liberty uh, Wake Forest game, you know, like L- Wake Forest or Liberty's on the goal line, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going up there for a score, I think the 20-yard line, and a bomb was thrown, and Wake Forest had an opportunity on fourth down to bat the ball away, but uh, the um, a defender went for the interception, and yeah. then the Liberty guy stole it from him, and they put themselves in a position to tie the game. Well, they missed a two-point conversion, but, you know, back to the Appalachian State in the Hail Mary, like sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. In this particular situation, it looks like Appalachian State had a, a play completely designed where a wide receiver would tap it. You know? Like, yeah. that was brilliant. I mean, they threw it up there. The guy tapped it back to the guy, uh, Simmons or whoever it was following the play. It was, it was, it was brilliant. It really was. And I don't know if that's exactly how it was drawn up, but. If it wasn't great heads up play um play by that player to recognize that the ball's going up and there's no way that there's gonna be seven guys around that that ball right there. There's no way that, that person's gonna be able to catch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell man. of a play called. Get ready for that rebound, bro. Man. And I that was just there's so many things that went into it before that. Like the game did it should not have been up for a Hail Mary, but Hell no. You love it, bro. You love the fact that you had game day there. You, you had all that going on. First time ever. First time probably ever. You know what I mean? It's never going to oh, yeah. happen again anyway. But we'll see. We'll see. Appalachian State may use this as a building block for their programming. I hope they do. I, hope I, they I do. mean, this is big. But even if they do, is game day ever going to go there again? I don't know. But, dude, we saw, we saw Oregon say, you know, don't count us out against BYU, which I wanted to see because – you know, with a team like BYU, I don't. I mean, I don't know much about BYU as a team, but anytime you see like a team like BYU, and then they're like in the top ten or fifteen or whatever, like anywhere in the top twenty-five, you know, they're not going to have many challenges throughout the year. You know, they'll probably get two or three tests, and then if they walk through those tests, there's a chance that they're going to be undefeated, 
going into the final section, everybody's going to be like, oh, they got to go because they're undefeated. So you want to see a game like this with BYU. They've got to make a statement, and they didn't get that done. Oregon was able to stomp on them from the beginning there in Eugene, and I love that atmosphere. I love what they do there. I can't wait to go to a game in Eugene. That would be fun. Yeah, it was a, it was a hell of an atmosphere for sure. So great to see. Uh, BYU know, like stormed the field last year after they – they got the win against Oregon, so yep. I, I don't, you know, Oregon's a little classier than that, I guess, but whatever. And then we uh, we also saw uh, OU Nebraska, kind of a, a flashback to old school football right there. Uh, you know, Coach Frost was left for Nebraska, so a lot of questions up in the air what was going to happen there. Uh, 49 to 14 was the final score. OU put up the most points they've ever put up in Lincoln, uh, Nebraska. So great job by that OU squad. Uh, man, Coach V has that team really, really doing some good shit right now. Um, I, I kind of was like thinking about it, you know, like Coach V, right? Yeah. Has been destroying that D. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he's been getting after that D for sure. But, <laughs> you know, we heard a lot of people talking about it. It's something that we both agreed on. Like, this D has a different feel to it, it gets after things, man. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta get. <laughs> but, like, legitimately, when you go back to OU national championship seasons, bro, and you think yeah. about like what is like a defining factor over and over and over again, right? Like, I don't know. So here's the thing, right? We're OU fans. We talk about that all the time. And I saw the Salmon brothers are getting ready to have a statue unveiled in Norman wow. coming up, Good right? For them. Exactly. And and then I was like, I don't really know a lot about the Selman brothers. Like, all I know about the Selman brothers was I had a coach who played, I think he won a Rose Bowl for, for OU in, I'm thinking, the 70s, right? Um, Jerry Foster, right? I'm not exactly sure which years he played. I need to look this up. But when... Like something we, 74, too. Right. So... No, Jer yeah. Jerry, Jerry won three. His brother won none. Okay. <laughs> Right, so the Foster brothers, right, and, and yeah. not just them, like, but he was our coach, right, and we were one of our coaches, and we were playing against a team, um, or a team on a similar court, because we were up in that Norman, um, old airport hangar, right, that they converted into multiple basketball courts, and there's a summer league, and the Selman brothers, or one of them was there, with their daughter, and she was playing, and I remember our coach being like, "That's a Selman brother," and I didn't know many people who ever played for OU, or you know had like Rose Bowl rings and stuff like that. So the fact that he was like in awe of the Selman brothers was my first introduction to the Selman family. Um, I never met them, so I don't know any of them or anything like that. But I started doing some research. I'm like, how good were the Selmans, bro? Because like they're getting a statue. I wanted to do some watching. And so I watched some clips of like um, the 1975 National Championship game. Yeah. And Leroy Selman was incredible, bro. Like, wow. <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure where he got, like, what draft pick he was picked at, but he went on to the Bucks. I'm wow. thinking he went number one overall. Look this up right now while I'm talking. So Leroy Selman goes to the Bucks. The first year he's there is that he's their first pick ever, okay, in the history of the franchise because they were an expansion like expansion team. So he gets picked by them, and the first year they lose every game. The second year, they win two games. So combined, they won two games his first two years. But by his, his fourth year, bro, they go on to the NFC Championship game. And he was the backbone of the team. 
and dude, he was incredible. Like defensive player of the year level. I didn't realize he was that damn good. Like, but there you go. Leroy Selman, one of the best. So then I started thinking, okay, so that's 75. They got the Selman brothers, great defense, right? Known for it. Like they're building a statue. 85, right? Because 75 was Barry Switzer. 85 was Barry Switzer. Who do we know about that 85 team, bro? You know what I mean? We know some big-time names on the defensive end. One of the guys we actually know, Troy Johnson, was a friend of ours as we grew up. And he played as a sophomore year on that 85 defensive team. But, like, um, what's his name? The Boz, right? The Boz was a famous defensive player. So fast forward, right? Years 2000, and now we're winning a championship again, right? What's our defense look like? We got Teddy Lehman. We got like these great guys. Um, what's his name? Williams. Um, Roy Williams, I think, is on that team, right? Like, yep. we got legit d- great defenses. And I'm like, dude, that's what always has made OU great. Like, our offense is sexy. We have all this going. But if you want to talk about national championship teams, we need great defenses with ballers on defense. And that, even though it's Nebraska, I started to get this vibe that we have players who are stepping up who are attacking downhill, who are getting after the quarterback. Like, we don't have to come out and blitz to get after the quarterback. You know, we can definitely drop back in coverage and still say, go get them. Like, this team has vibes to me of some of those great teams. Will it happen this year? I don't know. But I think Venerables is definitely the right guy to me. Yeah, I I think this year they're going to be able to get in a position to get – a lot of guys, young men, to believe in them. And I think their recruiting class is going to look really good for the years to come. So, again, Coach V is doing a great job. Um, man, what else we got? We got uh, NFL to talk about, right? Yeah, we do. But before, let's talk a little more um, college real quick. Um, did you see that one-hand grab by Hooks for Jackson State? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great catch, man. All right, all right. You got so, that pulling up? Yeah, dude. I'm going to pull that up real quick. And two seconds Baby, what do you think, dude? You want to describe it? No, nah, you got it, man. All right, here you go. Here's that grab, everybody. Gets up. Gets over. Hangs on, baby. That's what you need. I think he's got to be at least like t- ten and a half feet up in the air when he goes for this one. No, nope, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. exaggerating. Good extension. But yeah, dude. I, sometimes yeah, I like to he think... He looks like a basketball player switching up yeah. to play football, you know? Yeah, dude. Sometimes I like to think that's the type of receiver I'd be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would lay I would lay my body on the line for, for a ball, but I, I know that's, that's not going to happen. Man, if you know how to land, it's all gravy. Yeah, dude. All right, man. I, so that, that was probably the catch of the week, bro, for sure. One-handed grab, Jackson State. Hooks from Jackson State. If you can't see it, take some time and watch it. Um... All right, um, we got the Florida QB. I don't know his name, bro, but you sent this to me. Dunking from the free throw line. Yeah, man. This is insane. What do you know about this, bro? Absolutely nothing, but I I guarantee this is going to help his his draft stock if he goes out there and does some things. All right, here's what I think. I think the hoop is low. (laughs) I think the hoop is low. No way. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's that's ten. Uh, that's a, dude, that, if he's six five, that's a ten. Dunk, bro, that's a class A dunk, bro. <laughs> I don't know. The way they zoom in, it's like they know it, bro. If you zoom in, don't let him get the proportion of him. 
Could you dunk from the free throw line on a nine foot, Dave? No. <laughs> but I. How old am I? I could roll from the free throw line Se- before your ACL. Uh before my ACL. On a nine foot goal, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I. I. Here's the thing. You know. Um, I was doing a lot of workouts during that time, you know, yeah. and working on a roof. So, like, if I had, like, a couple days to relax and just kick back, I'm sure I could have done something filthy. Well, I disagree. And- <laughs> <laughs> Free throw line, dude. That's that's crazy. All right, dude. We're going to go nine real foot quick. Goal, man. It's not like I've got an eight and a half foot reach. You know what I'm saying? It's like a couple inches off the ground by the end. <laughs> it's just got to be able to... Land, He's right. got to be able to be close. <laughs> there you go. All right, so um, Florida State goes up 3 nothing. all right, on a game-winning in- interception. That's the first time in years, so they're pumped like crazy in Florida there. Um, all right, dude, we'll skip all that A&M slander. We got Lee Corso getting everybody hyped in Appalachian shit, State. Dude. It's great to watch, although I'll say this. He's getting really old. So it's hard it's hard to watch it in slow motion. So we're gonna skip that, dude. But Kurt Warner's son, he's gonna be starting for Temple coming up, dude. I, I is it Kurt Warner Jr. Is that what we calling him, bro? But either way, Kurt Warner, one of the greats. Can we just underrated. call him KW? KW. All right, dude. That's good enough. All right. So that's pretty much all I got on college football right now. If I find anything else, I'll jump back. Um, before we get into the NFL, though, let's talk about some hard ons. So what is this, dude? You sent me this thing. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is liking porn on Twitter. Is that what's up? Yeah, dude. So I wake up, you know, like I do every morning. And I start <laughs> looking and I start seeing all these like like little memes of like uh, um, couldn't sleep last night. Doc Rivers, right? You know, like all this shit. Like, man, like why are they busting Doc Rivers chops? And then also I get to this part and it's like horny. It says eight of the last nine light tweets by doc rivers have been porn videos all right and people are just trashing him for it and i love it man it's like like uh this is not good for his look and it's like well most likely he was hacked but if he wasn't hacked good for doc for understanding that well yeah dude he wasn't hacked (laughs) he's doing what all of us do occasionally admiring a naked body or two there you go. Because the body's at the floor, bro. You got to go with it. You got to just roll go. with it, dude. So, <laughs> speaking of, dude, I noticed that Kanye, dude. Kanye yeah, yeah. is trying to go into the sports apparel fitness look, and they decided, they, I guess they as in his representatives and Kanye, that they wanted everybody to copy his, um, his little team. Which are called the Doves. So, did you look at these outfits, bro? No, I did not. All right, dude. Here we go. Dun dun. So they got the cover of Slam Magazine, bro. And I guess that's the future of basketball. Kanye wow. and his Doves. I look. I understand. It's been a while now. He's been trying to get everybody to look like they're homeless, but. If everybody starts dressing like they're homeless on the court, too, we're in trouble. I love the fact that they call him his doves. Like, Well, that's the name of the team. Like, He I has know, a, but he it's opened Kanye's a school. Doves. 
Why? Like, okay, first he opens a school, and then he calls them the Doves. That's all right, Kanye. I nothing again, has ever made it's sense. It's just to weird. Kanye did, it's so. weird that he calls them Doves. Like, it's just kind of creepy, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, where's my Doves at? Give me my Doves. Well, I guess, I guess for me, like, I could say, give me my Doves, like, and I could be talking about like Doritos or something. You know, I love Doritos, man. Like, I'll tell someone to give me my doves and someone bring me Doritos, and I'm happy. Let's try that. Let's just start seeing if we can get people <laughs> oh, yeah, to respond to that. I want a dove. Uh, go get me a dove. Give me a dove. That's what everybody's saying these days. All right, man. All right, so before, last thing before we get into football. All right, there's this pastor in Brooklyn who got robbed at gunpoint a little while ago. Okay? And... <laughs> The same guy is having a little bit of trouble again, this time because I guess he decided to choke somebody while he's preaching. Now, I don't know where any of you stand as far as uh, religion and all that goes, but right after choking her, he tries to get back into preaching and he has a little trouble with the transition. So he goes into like a self-defense mode where he says, I felt threatened, I felt threatened. Amen, 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 amen. Did you watch it yet, bro? Uh, no, but I did see it. I'm the, yeah. And I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah. Wow. It happens to the best of us. Let's just say that. I want to, I want to see if this will happen at a church. Like, do you go in there, start protesting, you know, and then people like choke you out. Is that for real? Does that happen in churches? It's happened at least one time. (laughs) So we can say it happened in church. Well, yes, but you could also can say... Can we assume that it's happened in multiple churches where pastors have choked out people? Here's what <laughs> I'd say, right? There's not many pastors like this one. Okay. That's that's all. I mean, so he um, he's yelling at her, yelling at her, and bam! <laughs> wow. All right, and then he does some stuff, and then... Let's skip forward. He comes back and tries to tell everybody how he really believes. He was threatened by that that lady, and a little flustered. Well, she was she was yelling during his sermon. Like he would have had a better chance at people understanding if he was just like she's being rude. Yeah, and he said that he'd been <laughs> recently robbed while he was preaching, which is true. Um, but. Yeah, bro. He's not wearing his jewelry this time. Well, he is. He definitely is. And dude, she did ended you up see with a big some scratch of that, that he was wearing? That suit, the there Dior was some suit? sick stuff that he had on, bro. Yeah, dude. His suit? I love his suit. I would wear that in public. Well, depends on the occasion. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't care the occasion. I think I would just go out with it in public. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> No way, dude. No way. I'm going to go to my daughter's high school game, football game, uh, homecoming football game in that. That would be cool. Dude, I, I what do you think guy. it costs? What do you think that suit costs? Oh, easy. Easy five to ten. Easy. If not more. Yeah, I'm thinking minimum ten. But, I mean, that watch is probably like a hundred. And that ring was probably like fifty. So, what's ten grand for a suit? Remember that movie, The Game, where the guy... I think Michael Douglas lost his shoe. And he's like, 
that was a thousand dollars and she's like you paid a thousand dollars for your shoe and he's like that one <laughs> that's what i feel like this guy is like ah i just lost my my handkerchief that was a grand like, all right yeah cardinals come back from being down 23 to 7 bro that was sick what the fuck was this about bro did i like man i watched it i watched it live because i was like keeping an eye on and all on stuff and like so leading up to that man you have the the cardinals they're on fourth down right yeah and i mean we're talking uh uh hand slap foul or flag was thrown right and we're talking like grabbing and like barely a tug like this is what i have an issue with is that there's so much tugging and 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 stuff like that constantly in the nfl game you never know you could throw it at any time but this particular situation it rescued the cardinals because they got to go and get a fresh down and they're on the five yard line i think and what murray did was was crazy man like he couldn't get the pass to any of his guys the first three downs and so the fourth down, what does he do? He takes over, man. But even more so is that, like, the fact is, is that there was multiple times that, that Las Vegas had a chance to sack him, and he just crawled right out of it. I Listen, Murray's for real. Like, this young man is going to be special. The way that he can stay on his feet and get out of, of, of sacks and, and run around and, and extend plays. I mean, I watched a play with the ball in his hand run 30 seconds off the clock. Like, what the fuck? Like... It's it's truly spectacular, man. He's he's a special quarterback. So, okay, with um Murray, great. But if they had lost this game, right, which they could have easily lost it very, you know, it's an overtime win and they were down by, you know, ridiculous amount like 16 yeah, points, 23 so, to 6 seven. or something at one point. Yeah. So, um and you know, they win on a fumble return for a touchdown. So, there's no like guarantees at any position of this game but cliff kingsbury i see on the hot seat if they lose this game well i mean i don't think so because i i think cliff the way he has that organization right on lockdown you would have to not only change out the coach but the philosophy as well and that that's not a mid-season you know how there's some coaches out there that you could just fire and like, the assistant coach pick up everything, you know? Right. And they know that. Like, Cliff has everything else on lockdown. Like, in order for them to fire, they're going to have to fire him early in the offseason and get another coach in there to start their whole their system and program and stuff like that. So, I don't I don't think Look. Cliff is ever going to be fired halfway through the season. And I say that, but, I mean, I've seen weird stuff happen. Like, they've gone into the GMs to talk about shit, and the GMs ripped him a new asshole, and the coach says something back, and the next thing you know, they're fired. So, I mean, who knows? I'm just wondering if you're the Cardinals, right? And you've got Murray, who, like you said, you know, he looks great out there, dude, when he's out at his best. But you have a, a coach who's all about offense, like you know Kingsbury was at Texas Tech. So do you really need maybe a defensive-minded coach when you have an offensive, you know, potential great, maybe future MVP-level player? Like, is it really important to have your brains? on the coaching and all focused on offense at the same time. Well, I, I do believe in that, that aspect of the bill Belichick system is where each of the coaches are able to coach with inside of the system that bill has given them, you know, right. Cliff, I believe is the same exact way is he, he has a lot of trust in his offensive um, systems 
And I think a lot of it is just sometimes he might take over the, the playbook for here and there, but the majority of the time, like he's, he lets his coaches do what they need to do. Um, so I don't know, man. For sure. dude. I think, I think Cliff is a great coach for what the Cardinals are trying to do, you know, have a long legitimate good coach for many, many years so they can bring up the young talent. And Cliff is just amazing at that, man. He He's really special at, at developing players. So I think, again, I think this is a 100% buy-in by the Cardinals for the next five years. Right on, dude. All right, so the Broncos and the Texans, right? We all know about what happened last week with the Broncos. They lost the game on that field goal attempt. They had Russell Wilson, and they didn't use him in the fourth down and five. This week, they get past the Texans, but barely. And they had the fans in Denver mocking their coach, counting down, booing, giving him some shit. Um, not a great look. People are starting to question whether or not you know, he's ready to be a head coach in the NFL. Um, but they got the win. <laughs> and funny, you know, like, there you are, Denver Broncos Twitter is out there tweeting a win is a win. You know it's ugly when that's what they're having to say. Yeah, well, I love it when when we would get in the locker room as coaches or players, and coach closes the door, and or we close the door, and they say we'd say, yeah, yeah, guys, it wasn't pretty, but we still got that win. Like the problem is, is that you can only say that so many times before it's inevitable your team's gonna get suck, and that's where I think, unfortunately, the Broncos need to step up and rally around Russell, and I just don't know if he's got it in him. You know, there's some quarterbacks that can play until they're 45 and some are just done at 33 yeah well i'm he not looks saying he's done me, dude he looks but good I, to me i mean i'm not saying he's done but i mean let's just put it out there like look at somebody like tom brady look at some of these other guys that that put all this extra you know insane amount of time in the offseason and you know i know russ russell has done that and i'm not saying anything against it but at some points you gotta step it up yeah you know, and you got to take it to the next level. And from 33, you can't have the same workout uh, regiment from 33 or that you had when you're 28, when you're 33. You know, like you just can't. It's got to change. You got to have new things out there. And again, can he do this? Yes. I was hoping that the Broncos would be the wake up call for him. But man, man, he might need to hit rock bottom like completely in order to get something good. Yeah. But. I don't think he's at that point, dude. He still has Sierra. So what else do you want? You're right. Like, he's going to be fine. And he's still good. I mean, so. Like right, I said, dude, I still believe in him last episode. I still believe that he's going to be able to get shit done. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's one of those situations where we might look back and be like, it was a bad deal for both teams, right? Like, Seattle still you know, needed Wilson, and Wilson needed Seattle, and. But we'll see. Like, if, can he get it done? Can he figure out how to get those receivers on the same page? And I think he's, I think he's still good. But they're at a different spot they were like when they were going out to get a, a proven winner last time with like Peyton. Like they had already You're proven right. they had like guys like Von Miller and a stout defense and good receiving core like um, Darius Thomas and um, Deck. Those guys made a difference, and now they're like, okay, we'll get the quarterback, and then we'll fill in the blanks. And it's quite different than it was last time. But yeah. Anyway, the Rams and the Falcons, bro. The Falcons almost got the win, damn close, but the Rams pulled it out. Um, if the Rams had slipped to zero and two, and we'll talk about 
the Bengals and the Cowboys next, but that would have been both Super Bowl teams at 0-2. But the Rams got it done. They got it done. So they're uh, they're at 1-1, and and the Falcons are at 0-2, even though the Falcons have played two good close games, almost getting two wins. Yeah, and, and it's something that's interesting is um... – you know, some teams figure it out. They have a bunch of close losses, and then also the next thing you know is they, they throw out four or five wins in a row. So uh, definitely look at that uh, You know, for Atlanta, or it could be on the flip side, and it just goes straight to shit. So you know, who really knows what will happen here, but I felt like this is, a, this is an exciting game to see, which yeah, I wasn't the, expecting. I wasn't either, and, you know, but I think the Falcons could be for real. Like, How for real can you be at 0-2? You know, some of these teams – that start out with 0-2 aren't, aren't going to be owing yeah, anything very long. So um, the Bengals are one of those teams, I think, you know, they're down at 0-2. The Cowboys, um, just one name, bro, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, any of those Cowboy fans out there, uh, yeah, I was laughing about this game and saying that there's no chance the Cowboys are going to win. Um, obviously, uh, Cooper Rush. I had not understood that Central Michigan's own Cooper Rush was going to be able to come in and make the difference here. So uh, my hats, I tip to you, Cooper Rush. Well done. Don't don't you feel like a little bit, a little bit like we've seen this script before? Like the Cowboys injury, they bring in this guy that's from nowhere that we're not sure of, and then next thing you know, we got our next Tony Romo. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's it should yeah. Dak be worried, dude? Is Cooper Rush taking his job? Well, I mean, Cooper Rush probably is getting paid like a hundred million dollars less than Dak. I I don't know what Dak's crazy contract was, but I can't imagine that this is going to be one of those things where Jerry Jones is going to be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let's let this guy walk for free." Because listen, Dak could be on that um, injury list for a couple weeks, you know. And if Cooper puts these numbers up consistently, then you got to stop and say, do we really need a redheaded quarterback? Because that's what Cooper is, baby. He's a redheaded quarterback. You always got to have one of those just in case. I mean, look at – has there ever been in NFL history that two um, redheaded quarterbacks were going starting against each other? I don't fucking know. Fuck I don't know, know either. That, dude. But Joe Burrow was not a redhead. But – I got to say, didn't Andy Dalton, didn't Andy Dalton, uh, quarterback for the uh, uh, Cowboys, uh, yeah, Cowboys for a while, yeah. So, whoever, who's the GM? Jerry's son. He must have a thing for redheads, bro. <laughs> Redheaded quarterbacks. Maybe, maybe more than just quarterbacks, man. Maybe he has a redheaded corner at the strip club in Dallas. <laughs> Jets and Giants. Speaking of redheaded stepchildren, they both got the win, dude. They both Crazy. got the win. The Giants are two and zero for the first time since 2016, which is incidentally the last time they were above 500. <laughs> that's that's hard. That's hard to swallow for us uh, Giants fans out there. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, two and zero, baby. <laughs> the Jets get a win. A crazy game against the Browns as a fan of all things OU, Baker Mayfield. I love seeing the Browns lose. Flacco wins it on a crazy onside kick. 
he did not kick the inside kick, but he got it done afterwards, man. And other than that, I felt like he did it all, man. Um, Joe Flacco with the Jets. I laughed at that combination. I was like, what year is this? What the hell is going on? But they get what they want, and that's a W in New York or two of them. So New York media is going to have to choke on their own vomit. No, uh, yeah, good job for Jets. But uh, how about Tua, man? Man, Tyreek Hill and him, that connection. Yeah, but Tua, Tyreek, and Waddle, man. Those, yeah, those Waddle got guys. it done at the end, dude. Man, the Ravens. Dude, have you seen Waddle's dance? The Waddle? Yeah, so easy. Bro. But it's amazing. And so w- w- what's going to happen, dude? Like Miami, are they are they for real? So we talked about those 0-2 teams that might be for real, even though they're 0-2. We have some posers at 2-0. and Are the Dolphins posers? Man, you got a bunch of these that are really big question marks. You got Dolphins, Jets, Giants. Um... All right. But <laughs> it's hard. Mostly the Dolphins, right? I got to wonder about them. Here's my real question, right? Like, I don't know the Dolphins' new coach's name, right? But I know he's a first-year coach. He's got two wins against two really good coaches, two good teams. Well, Patriots are okay. They they suck. But whatever. Like, two great coaches. My question is, is the key that he has unleashed Tua? And is that what they've been missing? Like, they just got to let Tua be Tua. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is that, like, you got to let a quarterback do what he can do. And sometimes you get a, a quarterback that's scripted down to the T. Uh, Tua's, Tua's not one of those quarterbacks. I mean, he's never been that way from high school, college. Um, you can script him, but even, even ask one of the greatest college coaches of all time. You know, uh, how how would you have draw plays up for Tua? And he would say something like along the lines of, I'm not, you know, don't quote me on here, but he would say something along the lines of, you know, you can only draw so much up before he improvises the rest. And that's where I feel like he's he's done, is that, you know, you can only do so much, but then you have to improvise. You see this with, with Murray, with the Cardinals, and, and other quarterbacks that are out there that are understanding the game at a high level, and you say these are the things that they have to do is because, you know, the pocket quarterbacks, they're, I mean, less and less, you know, as time goes on. And we've seen a lot of pocket quarterbacks the second they're in the pocket and they get pushed out of their pocket a little bit, they don't know what to do. So it's refreshing seeing Tua and these other young men that are out there changing the game of football, and it's it's going to be fun. When you said I'm pushing you out of the pocket, I was just thinking about that ref, bro. Because <laughs> it was busting out of his pocket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> busting for the W. All right, dude. So we got some wins for the Lions and the Jaguars, dude. Those are rare. So Jets, Sanity. Giants, Gi- Lions, and Jags, dude. <laughs> All right. This is going to be the only time all season, so everybody should enjoy it. Um, and then the Bucks get a win against the Saints for the first time in the Tom Brady era. Well, Do you believe that? It's crazy, but you want to hear something crazier, though, man? I think it's regular season. I kept hearing them qualify and say regular season, so I think there is a, a playoff win there for, for Brady. But anyway, The fight that broke out. The fight that broke out. I, I missed the actual fight, but I saw the like the, a couple of the replays. Um, I so, it sucks, dude. I, favorite, I watch it on like stream, like streaming, you know, like the Wizard yeah. League or whatever, you know. So it's illegal, so I can't actually rewind. So it's like yeah. if I don't see it live, I don't see it. But man, it was uh, so uh, Evans, right, man? Mm-hmm. It was Evans. Anyways, he comes around and the Mike uh, Evans, bro. Mike Evans is legit. Mike Evans, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 
Mike Evans is uh is around Tom Brady and the some dude the uh, defensive player says something to Tom Brady and Tom Brady stops and goes back and the second he starts going back Tyreek Evans comes out of no or Tyreek um uh, Mike Evans Mike, comes yeah. out of nowhere and just hits the guy. Now they have history together, so you got to recognize that is yeah. that Mike Evans has already been suspended for hitting this guy before. So when that happened, and then Mike Evans gets tossed from the game, right? And Lattimore, who was the guy that started it, get tossed from the game. Mike Evans is over talking to the refs, right? It's my favorite replay of all. It says, what the fuck do you want me to do? That's fucking Tom Brady. And he's pointing to Tom Brady. <laughs> Yelling at the refs. <laughs> That's great, dude. I got to protect my quarterback is what he's saying. You know, like, yeah. fuck off. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. So look for the suspension there from Mike Evans. Um, it kind of sucks because him and Tom are, are fun to watch hook up. Yeah, dude. I like It's just like Doc. <laughs> like watching that meet. Anyway. Uh. Um, so the Patriots get past the Steelers, dude. And part of that is Robert Kraft um, gets, his, gets the game ball for the 500th win in the Kraft era. Um, and it, it got me thinking because you know how I feel about craft products, bro. Oh, you love it. Like every single craft product <laughs> I, I get rid of, which, by the way, is an ever-expanding mission in my life. And I don't know anybody else who is on this mission. So if anybody else out there listening wants to join me on the craft boycott, I'd really appreciate it. When we first got started, we really thought it was just like, oh, we got to get rid of craft mac and cheese, which is no big deal. You're like, oh, no find some new stuff. Annie's mac and cheese is delicious, by the way, but it is jumping around, can't find it. Well, it turns out you have a baby, right? What's the food that everybody gets for their baby? Gerber. Guess who owns Gerber now? Robert Kraft. He can fuck off. You know what else they own? They own Oreo. They own Sour Patch Kids. They own Damn. saltine crackers. Like, it's like, seriously, purging our life of Kraft products has been a mission. And all the time we're finding out something we eat. Oh, well, now they own that. Like, they own Ritz crackers. So we had to dump Ritz crackers. Like, our family's weird, and we don't have, like, any <laughs> sense of, like, holiness other than I don't want to support Robert Kraft in any way. I don't want to support the Patriots. I don't want anything to do with any of that shit. So one family mission to end Kraft's dominance in the food industry won't make any difference. So we're hoping that somebody will join us. Right now we have zero people. But in the meantime... What did I think when I saw Robert Kraft receive the 500th game ball? I thought, it's a lot like their mac and cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. At first, they sell you like, oh, this is the, the product from your childhood. But by the end, they're giving you little chunks of metal, and they're doing recalls for having feces in it. And you're like, what happened? It's like, well, they traded out Tom Brady for some new guy, Mac, right? And they're like, oh, well, this, this. It's still the Patriots. Still buy the jerseys. Still buy the tickets. It's not the Patriots. They're not going to be the Patriots. And as long as Robert Kraft keeps going down to Florida for hand jobs, he's not going to give a shit if he's giving everybody an inferior product because that's what Kraft literally does. That's what Kraft stands for. Man, I uh, I can't get over how much he hugs people. Like, if you ever seen an interview and, you know, meeting people or whatever, he's just hugging people. It's like, whatever. It's it's him. He's a billionaire, whatever, 100 millionaire. Uh, but I get I get it. But there's so much hugging going on. I just never know what to look at, look for, and look at. And uh, you know what? Like, yeah, dude. Nothing 
Kraft sells is real. There's no amount of cheese in any of their cheese. I can't prove that statement, but just trust me on this one. They have, <laughs> if you ever go to a grocery store, there's a reason they put Kraft cheese away from all the other cheese. Let's just put it yeah, that dude. way. All right. Speaking of cheese, dude, we had a lot, a lot to say about Trey Lance. Um, yeah, or at I, least I can tell you this: an alleged be nobody with him at the strip club <laughs> this week, dude. It wasn't even a strip club, but wherever that was, all right, we got we caught some heat from people. They were like, "Hey, why didn't you show the goddamn video?" Well, we're new to this. We're trying to figure out how to show the videos to you. But you did show the video. I thought I did, bro, but it, it didn't show up for everybody. Oh, it didn't else. show the video. We yeah. watched the video, so we apologize if you missed the video. But Trey Lance, dude, um, so bad. So how do we want to handle this, right? Like he. Jimmy G came came in and gets the win over Seattle. All right. Trey Lance broke his ankle, gets carted off the field. And that really killed us because we were going to laugh at Trey Lance. And yeah. we had this whole discussion. So why don't we just like pretend like he didn't get hurt? Can we? Is that okay? Yeah. Why don't we do that? All right. So if we pretend like he didn't get hurt and let's go ahead and say like, what was Trey Lance up to, bro? Trey Lance was throwing money course so let me ask you this bro the question I, I asked everybody recently what's the is there a disrespectful way to um throw money at a girl yes make it rain baby make it rain okay so did trey lance or whoever is being you know called trey lance in all these videos did he cross the line so this is crossing the line, bro. Right. So she's saying, make it rain, make it rain. Bam. Bam. Just chunks it at her. Is, I mean, right in the face, though. Is that I mean, there, there's is that disrespectful? I mean, first of all, this is it's so creepy. There's two guys I, around I the know. bathtub. Those two guys are so weird. They're and they're just, just staring like, there. And they're like touching <laughs> her. Like, uh, <laughs> anyway. what, what a classic video, man. And okay. wham. <laughs> OK, she says at that point, she says, I want to. I want you to make it feel like it's raining, like really raining. Which I thought he was doing okay, and so <laughs> lightning. <laughs> so when he smacks her in the face with a wad of money. <laughs> um, so I showed it to my wife and I said, "How disrespectful is the like the actual throwing?" And she's like, "I don't know." She was kind of being a bitch, and to which I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good man so let me ask you dave like yeah do you think that is disrespectful no matter like regardless of what she said yeah man like to me like i mean i guess i guess if you're gonna hit somebody all right last time here we go hit him with a wad of cash i mean i don't know what to say i'm lost yeah it's definitely disrespectful so, and then you don't want to get in the spot, but like, did she deserve it? But we won't ask answer that question. But I just I can't get over the two guys sitting next to her. Like like, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Such a weird man, dude. All right, Ooh. man. We got um, we gotta get back to something. But before we do, Queen Elizabeth had her coffin rushed by a guy who wanted to touch the flag. Is that the most action she's gotten in the last 50 years? I, 
Are we talking about the flag or I'm just is saying, the flag code word? Like somebody, somebody was trying to fill up the queen. Oh man. I mean, I mean, I listen. I can't imagine me being ninety six or ninety three, whatever, ninety six, and wanting to get it on with anybody. So, probably the most action she's probably ever had in like ten years, twenty years, thirty years. I don't know. I'm guessing know. the guy was. I'm not a queen. Pretty strung out. But that was what he decided to do before he went to jail. Um, not the best move, but neither was Ryan Leaf's move of um, breaking into houses for opiates. Um, you, I showed you this, bro. He's hanging out with Dan Patrick a little bit, talking about his draft process and all the different things. Bro, listening to him talk about going for those perks, it's crazy, dude. It was like... You're Ryan Leaf, bro. You can't just go into somebody's house and take some stuff and nobody notice. I know. Like you're like six foot something too. Like six foot five. Six five, six six. Like if you're like five foot four, then you probably could get away with it, but not at not at six five. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. And then (laughs) Sean Bradley at seven six, dude. We saw a story about him getting back around the Mavericks. That was interesting, dude. And Listening, like reading that little article about him, like his bike wreck, you sent that over to me. Like, just like the way he went through, like did that check, like am I breathing? Yeah, do I know what day it is? Do I know what my name is? Can I move my fingers? Can I move my feet? It's like crazy, bro. Like that type of shit. I remember after my wreck, I was like checking all my stuff, dude, and everything worked. Like to hear him check everything and like half of it not working and not be able to control his breathing. It's like he was riding a bike going like 12 miles an hour. I was riding, I was in a car going 75 and I got ejected. Yeah. So sometimes bro, you just get lucky and you don't, you don't know why, but, or for Bradley's situation, like you don't know why you got so incredibly unlucky. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I feel for, I feel for him as, as a human being when, when you go from being able to walk and being functioning to all of a sudden not being able to walk, you know, and you know, like, We've heard stories. My dad got to meet him um, back when he played for the 76ers. And I think he said uh, his wife was like five foot four. Yeah. You know, like and he's like, you know, like an insane seven six. So then he was saying that he was holding his baby when he met him. And the baby like literally fit, uh, fit in the palm of the hands, minus the knees hanging off the palm. And that was just like, it looks so weird um, seeing a human baby look that small. Um, and yeah. it's kind of crazy. And that's, that's one of the stories I, I was telling my kids. And that's how I found that story was, I was like, Oh, I want to show them how big Sean Bradley is. Cause you know, seven, six is a human be- huge, huge human being. So when you see that, it's like, Whoa, you know, life happens for everybody. Yeah, dude. All right, man. We got three more stories on this shit and then we'll, we'll jump around. All right. We got Dennis Schroeder, Shaq. And a, ro- a random smoking video that you're going to tell me what's going on. Which one do you want to do first? Shaq. Shaq gets his master's degree. So a quick synopsis, dude. We we heard him talk. I think he's gone on to get his doctorate from LSU. But he in this little video you sent me, he's talking about wanting to get his master's because he was going into these boardroom meetings and they'd all kind of greet him, the businessmen, and then they'd go and they'd talk to the lawyers about the business. And he was like, he just noticed that they weren't communicating with him. So he's like, I want to go get my master's degree. So he goes to the University of Phoenix and he says, I don't want to be online. 
because most of the stuff is online. And they're like, okay, but we only do classes from a minimum of 15 people. So he went ahead and signed up 15 of his closest friends and everybody got to go get their master's degree with Shaq. That's like, I feel like Shaq is going to be one of those um, superheroes. Like when people look back, like Hercules or whatever, and like, they're like, oh, the legend of Shaq. Shaq would just go around. Shaq was the greatest. I feel like he's living for like the afterlife right now. Yeah, dude. He's a great human being, period. Um, but he's really you know, good at making everybody think he he's is. He's done interviews, a Either lot of way, interviews I'm and, good and life it. changes that he's made as a human being. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of crazy to me. Like, I, I, I look at people that have that opportunity to do great things and they disappear. You know, you don't hear anything about them. You don't hear any news. You don't hear anything. And then you hear people like Shaq that decide to stay in this spot. You know, limelight. limelight. He's worth like 650 fucking million dollars. You know, you're getting paid like 10 or 12 million dollars a year doing uh, uh, the news uh, or um, um, TNT. You know what I'm saying? So like he doesn't need money yet he's going out there and doing these crazy awesome things. So yeah, the legend of Shaq is going to grow and it's going to continue to grow. Uh, he's only in his what fifties. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm guessing. I don't know. No. I, I was going to say, I think he's like 18 years, 19 years older than me. All right. He's not that much. I say 18, 19 years older than me, but I think of 19, he was drafted in 92, right? Yeah, I think so. I was, and he would have been 10 years older than me, 11 years older than me, you know? So, he can't be he's probably right at 50 right now 49 50 51 top so you know like that means this guy if he continues to take care of his body and i've seen recent pictures that you know he has been taking care of his body recently and he's got an opportunity he's 50 but dude i don't believe he's taking care of his body but dude did you not see that uh there was uh if you scroll down on that stuff it has a picture of him right and he has you know his gym behind him and it's like that and he's got not a six pack but he's got chisels you know yeah, I mean, he's shit, just dude. think about it. Fifty better years shape old, than when he was playing. It's a different type of shape. Yeah, you know, like when you're fifty, you can't do the same things you can do when you're a teenager. But I, you know, like, man, when I was when I was younger, I could hike for years. I felt like, like you know, put a backpack on me with a with a tent and point me in a direction, I'll be good. You know. Yeah. Like. I could do long hikes now, but I couldn't do that that shit. So it's a different type of shape with the older you get. I mean, I'm not close to 50. Um, I still got some years left, but, you know. Dude. So Dennis Schroeder signs of the Lakers. I feel like we should have heard this one a few years ago. Um, he didn't Dude, do it this... last time. He ended up signing with the, the Celtics for much less because he bet on himself and he lost. And now he's back with the Lakers. I guess he had a good you know, FIBA cup and everybody's all pumped about that. But it brings us to this question, bro. What was he smoking? What was he smoking the first time? You know, some people aren't happy. And then they get into a different situation. They realize they were happy and they just didn't realize it. Yeah. And when you're not happy, no amount of money is going to make you happy. So just as straight up as that. Let me ask you then if we don't. So if you're good with that, let me ask you, does this guy get oh happy God. from what he's smoking? All right. And what all right is first he of all, smoking? let's go through this. Yeah. Here's a bowl of weed right there. Boom. Right. Fill it up. And, and then, then he, what's that? He clears it with uh, the nitro. Oh. 
Yeah, dude, those are. That's why he's are... stepping back and his eyes go like that. Yeah, it's because that that's like a triple hit of nitroxide, whatever the fuck that's called. Nah, it's to the brain. Nah, dude. I've never I've never seen this before. This is why I sent it to you. I was like, what the I what? Oh my god! Don't try that at home, kids. Do not do this at home. And I know if we have some smoking people out there, which I know we do. Um, actually, a handful of you guys definitely. Um, that is one that um, I don't don't want to see a video of somebody doing that because that shit will fuck your world up. <laughs> Crazy shit, bro. Um, and then we got this, bro. We got Post Malone wiping the fuck out. Did you see this? Oh, shit? man, this is sick, bro. I feel so bad for him on this one. All right, so he's at a concert drinking the Bud Lights or something. He kind of forgets where he's at, right? He kind of loses track of time and space and steps back, bro. That happened fast. Here we go. Whoop. Are you got anything? Play by play, dude. Step forgets that there's a hole in the ground there. He said the guitars are going to go up and down there. Bam. You hear he cracked ribs? He cracked ribs? Yeah, I cracked three ribs. Dude. You see that video he's talking about? He's like, they got me some pain pills. I'll be good. And then chugs a beer. Oh, you did? I didn't see the yeah, beer. Uh, uh, somebody in the crowd handed him a beer. And they chugged it. Dude. Legend. Man. So. Dude. Dude, I want to talk about something. How about the Aces? Las, Las Vegas Aces, man. Let's talk about it, bro. All right. So, WNBA, guys. We got we to gotta breach the subject real fast because Becky Hammond has been coaching the Las Vegas Aces this year. Completely surprised everybody i know there's some people that probably um, picked veg um, las vegas in the beginning of the year but to me this was a surprise becky hammond deserves a coaching job in the nba head coaching job she is a phenomenal coach we watched her work with san antonio and do some amazing things i'm telling you she deserves a head coaching job in the league she's amazing boom dude you're right dude she got it done and I've known some people who coach in the WNBA. That shit is not easy. It's a high level of basketball and being able to get it done on both ends is crazy, bro. So congratulations to her. She was somebody I was really big on for the Thunder. We ended up going with Coach Degnault, but she was on my short list. All right, we got Victor Wembayana. Seven foot four French player, bro. Here we go. Let's watch his highlights. Get that shit out, dude. Ooh, go to work. It's like a Rudy Gay shot. Ooh. Deep threes. That's what he's got, man. He's got that range. I like it when he dunks, he has to like reach down. <laughs> All right, bro. That was the full clip, man. Is he the Sick, number bro. one pick, dude? Is he the number one pick? Listen, if you're if you're have the number one pick and you don't go with him. You'll be forever known as the team that didn't go for him. But here's the reality, man. There is a lot of really good talent in this NBA draft. So for me to say one player is going to outshine the rest of them at this point, it's so early in the season. I Ask me in three months or four months, you know, I'll have a better understanding. But right now, 
I would have to say he's the hands down best player that is going in the draft uh, this next year. But we also thought that about Chet this last year. Right. And Chet didn't go number one. We love Scoot. Scoot Henderson is a hell of a player. Cam Whitmore is really good. We've got some really good players that can make a splash in this. So it's not decided, but obviously with those physical tools, it's crazy, dude. Absolutely crazy. So let's jump back to football real quick. I saw that Tom and Giselle, well, I, I'm getting in front of myself here. I saw that Tom Brady is taking Wednesdays off for the rest of the year. Okay. So my immediate thought was Tom and Giselle worked it out. He negotiated his way through this, and we have been giving him marriage advice this entire time. And I just I want to know what you think. Is this a solution that will make both parties happy? Is this a true win-win-win? Well, only way to to tell you about this is is kind of my life experience with this. <laughs> so when when I was first married to my wife Katie, I had a best friend. His name is Alex. Um, he was like the third wheel everywhere Katie and I went. He went with us. Shout out Alex. And Alex, man, Alex Wagner, the W, right? All right. Alex went everywhere with me, and um, one day, Katie comes up to me and says to me, she said, Dave, I'm going to require that you stay home or with me for four nights of the week. That's it. Four nights of the week. This whole seven nights out with Alex isn't going to shine anymore. So for four nights, I'm with you. And I'm like, What? You know, like, oh man, Alex is not gonna go for this. This is not okay. Like, we're no, digging Katie. some like, deep shit here, bro. Right? Let's and get I'm into like, it. Right? I'm like, uh, 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 uh. And she's like, no, no, no. This is what's happening. And you know, we had what I would consider our first little argument because the reality was, is a lot of people don't know this. Is I was on my way at that point to Iraq. I didn't end up going. I blew up my shoulder, which was a good thing. Labrum, but we'll right? Get back to that Toilet later. Labrum. Yep, and I ended up blowing on my shoulder, not going, but this was on my way to that. So Alex and I, we were just, you know, vibing and bonding because we were going to Iraq together, and we wanted to have that opportunity. So, you know, for me, like, I, I that's what it was all about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, everything else was, was bullshit, and I, I understand I didn't deal with that very well, but guess what? She got four nights out of that week, and... I learned the most important, What's up, you know, Tell me. at that moment in my life is that even at four nights, you're still jealous about those three nights, you know, like Tom Brady yeah. can give his wife every fucking Saturday, every fucking Wednesday, every single Monday. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's still going to be jealous about those four other days. Bro, that that's not advice, dude. That's just like you're fucked either way. It's that man. <laughs> All right. She's Nothing not gonna be happy till she get all seven. So he should just hang him up, dude. Is that it? You telling him what to do? Alright, dude. I'm going with you, I right, dude. Alright, so let's talk a little bit about KD and um Draymond Green. Um, I don't know if you saw this, bro, but KD no Draymond came out and said he felt like KD wanted to leave the thunder before before the series was even over you know what i mean so that's what's shocking to me this whole draymond green and kevin durant situation how in the world does kd want to leave the team before the series is over up 3-1 i don't get it dude but 
I'm guessing Draymond knows what he's talking about. What do you think? Absolutely, dude. For sure. He has to know. Draymond's got to know exactly what the fuck is going on. So I'm going with that, bro. Um, I'm just, I'm shocked, dude. I'm shocked that Draymond is still talking about that. I'm shocked that he's got, you know, that going on at this point. We've seen quite a bit of talk about what happened at that point. But looking at it, looking back over it, I'm just, I, why are they still talking about this? It hurts as a Thunder fan. Definitely not what you want to see at this stage. But we're pumped up, man. This is awesome. We appreciate everybody taking the time to join us for the show talking about college football, NFL, basketball. Man, we've got a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about some baseball. We got all this shit, bro. So um, we're definitely pumped up. Um, Dave, you got anything else to add before we go? Right on, man. Well, sweet. We appreciate everybody joining us for sure. And we got more coming up on Wednesday. So we'll see you then.